0: It's a Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy podcasts. Once again, I am your host, Chris Levine, and I thank you for hanging out with me again this time around. All right, let me test your memory. You remember this from 1982? Are you going to play football this year, John? No. Oh, well, you must be going to play cricket this year then, are you, Johnny? No, no, no boy. You sure are a funny kid, Johnny, but I like you. So tell me, what kind of a boy are you, John? I only like dreaming all the day long where no one is screaming, be good, Johnny. Remember that? Who knows the, who knows the reference? Men at Work, dude. Remember that song, Be Good, Johnny, by Men at Work? I I thought of that because the subject this time is, is kind of a similar thing in that someone is trying to find out what someone else likes. We're talking about the psychology behind what is called an interest inventory. Now, interest inventories are not to be confused with aptitude tests those are different you see an interest inventory is simply finding out what interests you and then pointing you in that direction when it comes to a career i read a lot about this and i gotta be honest with you i'm not fully on board i'm going to explain why i am very interested in carpentry the smell of fresh-cut lumber, the building of something useful, tools, working with my hands, craftsmanship, all of this both impresses and appeals to me. Now, with this information, I could imagine a guidance counselor of some kind would tell me, well, there you go. I see your future. It has carpentry written all over it. And that's all fine and good, except I don't know what most lines on a tape measure mean, other than the quarters and the halves. And I couldn't build a birdhouse if my life literally depended on it. So yes, I love carpentry. I love watching it. I love seeing the end result and so forth and so on. But I can't do it. And honestly, I have no real aptitude toward it, especially at this point in my life. Another example, for as long as I can remember, I have watched people solo on an electric guitar my whole life. And I am in love with many of these solos. I want to be able to do that. But when I pick up a guitar, rhythm guitar is really my only ability and capability. Yes, I want to melt faces with guitar solos and make people cry and envious by shredding and bending the strings while pulling on the heart strings. But I can't do it. So am I not interested in being a killer lead guitar player? No, I'm totally interested in that. But, But do I or will I realistically ever have the chops? Probably not. So I can't really get behind hundred percent interest inventories as being completely reasonable or realistic healthy guides. I can though get behind using these as ways to better figure yourself out, which is great. For example, here are 12 options on one of the interest inventories that I found online. And just notice how they word some of this stuff it's basically, do you have any interest in the following? Building kitchen cabinets, laying brick or tile, developing a new medicine, studying ways to reduce water pollution, write books or plays, play a musical instrument, teach an individual an exercise routine, help people with personal or emotional problems buy and sell stocks and bonds, manage a retail store, develop a spreadsheet using computer software, proofread forms or records. Now, this is what I do like. I like that this gets our wheels turning, maybe getting us out of our own heads to explore further options. But again, here's another personal example. I love to teach. Love it. But if it steers me towards teaching an exercise routine, that would just be silly. And and how many of these would I want to do every day for the rest of my life? Now, I simply may not be the best person to tackle this because I personally view working for money as a means to an end. We have to do it, but we don't have to live for it. We don't have to become it. Yeah, I don't want to be identified by a career. I'd rather be identified by my character. And and, and I think that sometimes people get a bum rap based on that, whether it's good or bad. People often think, doctor, smart. But that's not always true. They may think, car salesman, bad. But that's not always true. I'm more like, who is the person? Who am I? That's what I want to know, and while I probably wouldn't let a test dictate my future career, I could be reasonable, I could allow it to be used as a tool for me to become better acquainted with myself. The Harvard Business Review had a piece called What Happens When Your Career Defines You. I found it interesting. Listen to this. I'm going to quote it. It says, many people with high pressure jobs find themselves unhappy with their careers despite working hard their whole lives to get to their current positions. Hating your job is one thing. But what happens if you identify so closely with your work that hating your job means hating yourself? Establish and review your principles and values. What's most important to you? Think about what you care about in life and let those priorities guide you toward what's next. Therapists often use a process called values clarification to help their clients think through what matters most to them. This process involves reflecting on your desired direction in areas like relationships, community, careers, and parenting, and then ranking them in terms of personal importance to you. Now, while formal worksheets can be helpful, you can actually start by creating and updating a running list maybe on your phone, as you think about what is the most important thing to me in life. I love how this article closes. It says, while identifying closely with your career isn't necessarily bad, it makes you vulnerable to a painful identity crisis if you burn out, if you get laid off, or if you retire. Individuals in these situations frequently suffer anxiety, depression, and despair. By claiming back some time for yourself and diversifying your activities and relationships, you can build a more balanced and robust identity in line with your actual values. Isn't that great? This is the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast, so let's let's tap into some pop culture. Pop culture totally takes it here. Think about cop shows and medical dramas. They constantly depict burnout. Here's another good one. I, I, I think this was kind of a one that, that, that feeds this fire pretty well. Do you remember the show Taxi? I, I got to be honest with you. I love that show. But it, it fits here perfectly. Think about it. The character Tony wanted to be a boxer full time but drove a cab. The character, Elaine, wanted to work in the arts full time, but drove a cab. The character, Bobby, wanted to be an actor full time, but drove a cab. But then there was the Judd Hirsch character, Alex. He was a cab driver. That's what he did. It was his job. It didn't define him, but it's his career and he seemed okay with that most of the time. Now. Why I mention this, I personally found it interesting that his character, the actually non-moonlighting cab driver, was the one everyone else turned to for advice, for stability, and for probably the most depth of friendship. I always felt that it was because that character was the one that was the most comfortable in his own skin. His job was his job, not his life. And he made no apologies for what he did because it was fine with him that that was his career. Not that he always loved it, but it was reasonable. It did its job. No pun intended. So I wonder if his character was real. If he were to take an interest inventory that the career of cab driver would have surfaced for him. So I doubt it. So he essentially was everybody's buddy and therapist, who knows where a character like that could have been steered on one of those tests. But would that have potentially stifled his character from becoming who he became? I find this all hypothetically interesting. Here's where I'll close. Learn yourself. That's a good thing. Expand yourself. It's a great thing. Be an interesting person, grow, refine, but laugh and breathe and experience along the way. Don't sell your soul or your precious time for the almighty dollar. Work to have enough to focus on what you really and actually find important and fulfilling. Put it this way, I could always be gone, but could be making a fortune For my kid to enjoy. I could also make enough to make it, but can instead be here with my kid and not miss him growing up. Now in my brain, the personal fortune is the second option. Don't be defined by your tax bracket or by the title that pays your bills. Make it so that when people think of you, they think, yeah, I know that guy. I like that guy. He's a good guy. That's golden. That's real. And that's success. They say home is where the heart is, so so I'll close with this. Where is your home? We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to express our theme musically. We have for you, this time around, a Refresher podcast podcast Interest Inventories playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in refresher podcast interest inventories. So, what 10 songs are we working with today? You'll notice the theme as we go. Track number one, The Specials with their song Rat Race. Number two, Get a Job by the English Beat. Number three, a kind of a twisty little choice but when, when you think about it the the concept of a test telling you what you like works a little bit the romantics with what i like about you number four is a song called full time by Uroy. roy number five we have prince with let's work number six agent orange with bored of you number seven Johnny Cash with Understand Your Man. Number eight, Whipping Post by the Allman Brothers Band. Number nine is a song called Tedious by Junior Mervin. Yes, this is very heavy on reggae and ska this time, if that's okay with you. And number 10, because we're not afraid to rock. From their debut record, we have Rush with Working Man. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in refresher podcast interest inventories. All I say this every single show or something like it every single show, but I need you to understand it. It's true. It really is. This show would simply not exist without you. We pump out two a week, and that's because you're listening to it. Thank you so much. If you could all do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends if you think they'd like it or you think that it would entertain them or help them. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you would like, you may make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. You can also check out our website for all things refresher at refresherpodcast.yolasite.com for refresher gear as well as all of my books and links to friends of our show friends like leafy l-e-a-f-v-e pet plant to go based in southern california very fun site check that out at leafy.com we also have design craft behind us, and we're very proud of that fact. They are out of New York City, and they spell it D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-R-A-F-T, like work. They're out of New York City, and we appreciate their support and their listenership, too. We also have our buddies at the Managing Expectations Podcast with Jeff and Brian, which is always a good, strong listen. You can check them all out online and if you want to get more information on the three of them you can check out again our website which was refresherpodcast.yolasite.com let's do that again without the uh, the crack in the voice that is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com m-o-u-s-e as always I'm so honored to say this every week. The music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late. Dude, it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.